I'm interrupting my own podcast to talk to you about Anchor. Anchor is brought to you by Spotify and is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It will also help you distribute your podcast across popular podcast hosting platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Best of all, you can make money from your podcast on Anchor with no minimum listenership. So for those of us just starting out, this is very helpful. And do you know how much it costs to have everything you need to make a podcast in one place? 100% free. Yep, you heard me right. You can do all of this and make money for free. So if you have been thinking about starting your own podcast, now is your chance. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now let's get back to the episode. Hi, I'm Yan. Hi, I'm Yvonne. Welcome to Lost and Refound Podcast. We're a podcast discussing our personal journeys as modern Asian women and sharing inspiring stories from within our community. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Now let's get started. Hi, Yvonne. Hi, Yan. Are you ready to lead on your story today? I am. I'm ready to lead on our true crime podcast story of the month for the month of October. And I think you have more positive stories this time, right? Because my first one was, <laughs> as, I feel like it's as bad as I'm going to get. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it pulled out a lot of very interesting points that we, we don't always talk about, especially on, this, uh, especially on our podcast. But I think that there's stories that we, we do need to talk about. And it has more of a, um, of a positive a positive um, ending, mm-hmm. but I think that ultimately, like the story and the motivation, um, there's you know it's it's a dark it's it's a dark story it's a dark month. Yeah. So um, I think this will be a good a good month to talk about that. Okay. All right. So I'll begin, and my story is going to be from Demi Lee Nell Peters. Um, she's now Demi Lee Tebow. Um, she was Miss South Africa. And she won that competition in March of 2017. And she's given this story a couple times in her interviews and written interviews. And I've always, always drawn to her empowerment and just the way that she tells her survival story and how she's also empowered other women because of her story. So um, I'll take you through it. Have you heard the story before? I have not. Oh, okay. I'm excited. All right. Yeah, she, um, she's, it's, and it's incredible when she tells it, and I will, I will try to do her justice. All right. So one evening in Johannesburg, South Africa, which she was in her hometown, at 5.30 p.m., she stopped at a traffic light. It seemed like a normal afternoon, but it wasn't. Five men came up to her car, and she saw three guns pointed at her head. She's 22 years old, and it was one month after she was crowned Miss South Africa. In that moment, she tries to think of an escape room, but she saw that she was absolutely trapped in the traffic. She's terrified, and she knows this is a carjacking. And so she starts to remember that she has survival skills that she learned in a recent Woman in Power course. In her course, she learned that it was best to immediately surrender to reduce the chance of violence. So she got out of the car with her hands up, and then the men take her phone, and then they search for any other things that they can take. Wait, sorry, she's in traffic? She's in traffic. No one's like helping her? Exactly. This is exactly how she tells the story. She's stuck in traffic. It's 5.30, daylight. I mean, I can't imagine jacking a car in the middle of traffic. It's, so, and this, right, exactly. And 
carjacking is common, right? Yeah. Common here, com- common South Africa, but I mean, but not in the middle men, of the traffic, <laughs> right? I, I, I mean, I can imagine too. Like, I mean, if I'm a woman with a child in the car, I'm probably going to be like, I going to pretend not to see that baby. So, um, but at the same time, like I'm would try to call somebody. I I think I I think yeah, I would try to. Help. I mean, I I feel like were there any men there? <laughs> I guess no well, one wants, the, I guess if you have like they all have guns maybe you're just like like you said well, I'm not going to get involved yeah. I don't want to get shot. Right. I'm not even sure how or what like how close all the other cars were but she's in traffic and she's stuck. So um these these men definitely have guns their arms and she she gets out of the car she surrenders and the the men definitely take all of her stuff. And she says, just take everything because at the end of the day, it's all material, right? She, she knows that I'm not going to try to fight for it. And she wants to get out of the situation as safely as possible. So she starts to run away. Mm-hmm. But then one of the carjackers pulls her back, pulls her at her arm and pushes her back in the car. And he says, get in, you're going with us. And in that moment, she decided, I'm not going with you. Yeah. And because of her course, she remembers that they say you don't want to go to the second destination yep. because the second destination's not going to be good. It's mm-hmm. just going to be more bad. Yep. And she remembers that that empowers her. And in that moment, she punches him in the throat and, and he stumbles because he's surprised. And so she takes that moment and she runs away. It's two second opportunity. She takes it and she runs. She's in traffic. She's running into cars. She's banging on windows, trying to get help. And no one, no one opens their window. No one stops. That's so sad. But good for her, dude. Like, if you're going to punch, punch them in the Adam's apple. Good for her. <laughs> That's, that's where you aim for, yeah. Exactly, exactly, and, and we'll get into this um, after the story um, as well as well as like how she's teaching other women to take that moment of power because you yeah. you are powerful. You use your strength where you can. Um, but in as as she's trying to run and get help, she's well dressed. I mean, she's a beautiful, beautiful woman, and she's in six inch heels, like clearly not a danger to anybody, and no one's stopping for. Her. And she. When she tells a story, she actually says this is the saddest part of the whole memory that she yeah. has. Um, and, and someone does stop. And it's a young girl. She's 19 years old, younger than her. And she takes her in and drives her to a safe place. Like this young woman helping women, right? Like yeah. this one like young girl is taking the opportunity. It wasn't a man. It wasn't a mother. It was a young girl. Yeah. Exactly. And she lets her use her phone. Uh, this, this wonderful, wonderful girl. Um, and she, uh, Demi, she calls this girl her guardian angel, uh, or she mm-hmm. mentions that she felt like she was a guardian angel for her at the moment. And she noticed that the number, her cell phone number of the girl and her own cell phone number was almost exactly the same. So it was just- Oh, this that is her guardian very, angel. <laughs> very, very interesting alignments. I mean, no coincidences, right? Numbers. So, I feel like when you see certain numbers, you know, someone's watching over you. Right, exactly. The angel numbers. I'm a true believer mm-hmm. in that. And this is, and this is, that was her story. And of course, she, she goes on Be the Badass. She goes on to win the Miss, Amer- uh, Miss Universe, Miss Universe wow. pageant of 2017. Um, and she credits this woman empowerment course for saving her life mm-hmm. because it helps her remember the skills that she needed in that moment. And now she inspires other women with her own campaign. Her campaign was called unbreakable and she mm-hmm. hosted workshops to empower other women with knowledge of how to handle dangerous situations like robberies rape sexual harassment and 
and other difficult situations. And she always states that her mental clarity is her main self-defense mechanism. So her top three tips are always be aware. If mm-hmm. something feels wrong, it probably is. And never go to the second destination with the attacker. So remember those three things. That's what I almost tell Sophie. I tell her, always be aware. And if you feel like something feels doesn't feel right, I don't care who you're with, you get to a safe place. You tell them, I need to leave. You know, I don't care if you're with a best friend or somebody you know. <laughs> you just say, I need to get somewhere. Call someone, like call the police, call someone and get somewhere safe. So basically just tell her to be aware and trust yourself, trust your gut Mm -hmm. instinct. I think Brene Brown was also mentioning this, that there was a fear quote that she doesn't like when when it comes to her children. I think it's feel the fear and do it anyways. I'm not sure. Like I'm, I, it's some type of quote that's based on that and people like misquote it. That sounds like a bad quote. Well, like it's misquoted or it's misused because I think that people are trying to use that for, um, or like when you do, every day do something scary, like it's really, yeah. You know where I'm going with this. Yeah, like for work, for public speaking, that kind of stuff. <laughs> Not if you feel scared. Exactly. <laughs> if you're scared, run. Correct. Exactly. And so my point, I agreed with you, is that I think it's just misused in different yeah. situations. Because especially if, you know, someone's trying to, you know, get you to do something bad or not great or be naughty. Mm -hmm. Of course, they're going to try to pull out these quotes that sound inspirational and make you feel like you have power when in all actuality, it's taking power from you Mm -hmm. because they're taking advantage of your naivety or just not being fully aware and just your trust, your trust of the situation, your trust in them. So um, the most important thing is trust yourself. (laughs) Trust yourself first before you trust anyone else. (laughs) Absolutely. And you yeah and 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 if you can't remember and always remember the stuff that your parents tell you right like your parents parents do know some things um especially you know my my parents which is live with fear first um they (laughs) they tell me a lot of things that like to this day i'm just like "Mm, that's kind of crazy but i mean i'm alive and i'm safe so um i think that in my favorite murder the podcast they always say just fuck politeness. You got to stay sexy and you got to survive. Like, because at the end of the day, you don't know what other people want for you. Like, you just have to trust that you know what's best for yourself in all situations. And, and she did. So Demi, Demi Lee did, she goes on and she now promotes um, the Tin Tebow Foundation where they fight against human trafficking. So that's the Mm -hmm. tie between your story and my story um, that we're telling this week. And she continues to use her platform to spread hope and knowledge. Honestly, if she had gone in a car with them, she might have been a victim of human trafficking. I mean, exactly. It gives me chills to even think about, you don't, we don't even know. And it just, and she is, you know, she's not a, she's 22 years old right? Like it's even five men, five arms men. It's scary. Like that's a very scary situation. And, and for anyone listening, um, I don't know how many people have taken self-defense courses, but it's when you first take one, you have to take it every year, first of all. Mm -hmm. Second of all, you, your first time going, you're, you'll know if you're a flight or flight person, fight or flight person. I'm a freeze person. So I'm neither of those two, apparently. I'm not. So, (laughs) um, and I'm trying to make that into a fight and and you just have to get used to it. You have to get used to taking your adrenaline and taking your strength and moving something. If it's not your legs, move your arm (laughs) and try to put as much distance between you and that dangerous situation as quickly and as far as possible. 
both are my my daughters are in jujitsu, and the reason we we put them in jujitsu is, or my husband did research, um, is because when it comes like boxing or like physical anything physical, we are not as strong as a man. Like we're never going to punch as hard as a as a man, but jujitsu is one sport or one self defense where we are as women we're more flexible, so we're able to protect ourselves um, a lot more than just boxing. So if you know, so I would suggest you know you have girls and look into jujitsu, and then um, if you live in the Bay Area, Impact Impact Kickboxing is where I used to go um, to work out. Eric is an amazing boxing coach, and he also hosts um, a women's only self defense class that incorporates boxing and jujitsu. Oh, um, do you go there every week or um, every month? I used to go every week for boxing. Um, but I haven't got, I mean, I, I stopped going because of work, you know, I, just, I couldn't make the commitment anymore. So now I work out at home. But when you, we're talking about like the whole freezing thing, I definitely freeze because the one time I asked Sable to teach me jujitsu and he got on top of me, I froze right away because it brought back memories when my stepdad was on top of me and was like slamming my head into the kitchen ground when I was like 17. So I think that I have a lot of trauma there, so I do need to get over that because after that, when he got on top of me, when Sable got on top of me to, to show me the move, I just froze. And I was like, get off me. Like, I couldn't take it. But I know I need to get, that, get oh. over that because what happens if someone really gets me down, you know? Right. Or when, if you see someone else, like, right? Like if someone's on top of your daughter, like, oh, oh, I hope someone, you have the- No, I'm sorry. <laughs> if someone's on top of my daughter, you're dead. I'm sorry. Someone's dying today. Either that person or me, someone's dying. <laughs> Good. Okay, good. So then it's because I, I definitely, like for me, I really hope that if I ever see someone that needs my help, that I'll be able to also get into the situation and, and help and get us both safely out because yeah. I'm, I, you're safe in numbers. So you, even if you're not alone and you're with your friends, I mean, even if a group of people like come at you, people are not shy. If they really want to take you, they're going to take you. So yeah. you have to be able to protect yourself and protect other people. Like if, if that becomes the, um, the, the best alternative. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I definitely, when it comes to myself, I feel like I can, I freeze and I, I had to think about things, but when it comes to like my kids or my loved one, my reaction is much faster and I get angry, like in a oh. second versus I feel like when it's just me, I feel like I freeze and go, what the fuck is going on? But then when someone else, I don't even, it just like goes like from zero to like a hundred. <laughs> That's good. You have maternal instincts. <laughs> you want to walk with Yan in the dark because she will protect you. <laughs> That's a good thing. That you're like a bodyguard. I will, well, That's, that's the I will try. I will try. I'll probably fail. <laughs> but I will try. I'll give it my best shot. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll be good to, for you to, yeah, good for you to like continue the practice and just, um, I definitely want to sign up for that course. So maybe we can definitely put in a link. Um, so yeah, people can I'll find a link. I don't know. Courses. I think, I don't think he's doing a self-defense right now because it's very close. Um, of course. So, but yeah, I'll put in the link so you guys can check it out once everything goes back to normal. <laughs> if mm -hmm. it ever goes back to Absolutely. normal. I mean, you know, it's funny because even though we are in quarantine, I don't necessarily, I don't think crime has stopped necessarily, no. right? Like people. Well, crime has missing, increased right? because of the hate crime. Hate crimes and people are desperate, right? People are out of jobs. They don't have money. So 
in times of turbulence, I mean, prime, uh, crime goes up. It's just not a good situation. So um, I'm glad we get to tell the stories that, that we do do. And, and this one happens to be one where you can still keep telling a story and then you can tell more people and they become more aware of how to protect themselves, yeah. especially, um, especially women in this situation. I'm glad like what she learned came to her mind when she needed the most. Because I felt like when I, when I took a bunch of courses for pregnancy, when it came time to give birth, I forgot everything. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's that's very interesting. <laughs> I I hope I hope that we definitely remember. I hope I remember that when I'm pregnant, that I'll be able to remember the stuff from the courses. But I think self defense is different when it comes to self defense. I I feel like it takes a lot of classes to and muscle memory. It's muscle memory that you know that you have to achieve and do in order to do the moves to protect yourself, run, get away, whatever. But when it comes to pregnancy, it's, it's an event and you're like, I need to push this baby out or do whatever I need to, to get the baby. It's a very specific movement that I don't think you'll have to do if you're not pregnant. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think that makes sense. Maybe there are, maybe there are other practices or that we can, we can use those baby pushing moves <laughs> to help out. But um, yeah, when it comes to self-defense, I feel like there's a lot more worldly applications. So you can, you can, it, it comes more naturally, hopefully, um, yeah. for, for us. A lot of moms actually told me they forgot once they got to delivery room. But I think it's part, it's part like adrenaline, part um, pain, right? I think when you're in a lot of pain, you don't remember mm -hmm. anything else. Right, right, exactly. So it's a lot of, well, and I think that's actually really important because you, when you, we hear survivor stories, right? Some of them are injured and mm -hmm. some of them are in, in very bad situations and yet they still survive. And I think that that's almost the most impressive, but that's the miracle because it, to me, that's that point where you know that somebody is watching it over you because where's that strength coming from like and it, it's just incredible to me i think mm -hmm. we can list like a couple like survivor stories that i can think of but um they definitely are are saving themselves and it's all it's all knowledge that we can we can all learn from to that we can do it the worst thing you can do i think in a situation um is give up like yeah. just don't give up you every time i think i hear one of their stories they always say like don't fall asleep you know, it's just a little bit longer. It, you don't go, don't go there and you can make it through. And I think that that's what um, really gives me all that strength. And just, there's so much respect that I have for them. Mm -hmm. and, and that's why I really feel like their story like needs to be told because that's the most important part uh, of their journey um, of like, of not the most important part, but like the, their strength is the most important thing to really realize. Um, how they overcame um, such a terrible situation and even through all the pain and everything that they've had to endure and and sometimes especially when you listen and watch I survive or listen to even just her story when she's telling the story you I mean I really don't I really can't imagine myself in that situation and she tells the story with such strength that it's incredible when when it it sounds like it sounds like a make-believe story, but it's not, it's definitely not, it's very real and it happens and it happens to other people and other and other women that aren't able to tell our story every day. Um, 
and and I think that's one thing why we we have to bring more news to the situation and recognize and see how we can help and how we can stop human trafficking and stop kidnappings from happening because um, there there are people out there that don't that are hiding and don't want the best for you and only want to take advantage of you. So we just have to protect ourselves and protect our community. And that's it. That's my story. Basically, the lesson is be aware. Awareness is key. Yes, it is. And yeah, that's, thank you. Thank you guys for listening. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week with another story. Thanks again for listening to this episode. We really appreciate your support for our little podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it will mean the world to us if you can leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify. This will help more people discover our podcast. You can find Lost and Refound podcast on Instagram at lost.and.refound. If you want to email us, you can do so at lostandrefoundpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, I hope you stay positive and creative. Bye.